Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV, and you can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or download the latest episodes at WMR.FM. In this episode, I'm really excited to discuss this. We're going to be talking about exactly who is this WordPress. And joining us for that conversation, I would like to welcome from Hero Press, Mr. Topher DeRosia. Topher, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on. So excited to have you on. I know that you know I've really enjoyed talking to you at WordCamps over the years. And so now I'm going to talk to you and press this a little bit. <laughs> Seems it's appropriate. I know, so it switched things up a little bit, especially with the pandemic kind of limiting our access to WordCamps. But uh, for everyone listening, um, we're going to explore basically topics with Topher based on his experience running HeroPress. And if you're unfamiliar, um, HeroPress, it really gives a voice to the WordPress community. And Topher is going to kind of go into some of the uh, specifics behind it as part of the interview. Um, but really kind of also looking at how he views the lessons he derived from the, the, that work um, and how he thinks of WordPress at large. Really excited to uh, do this interview with you here today, Topher. So thanks for joining me. Um, Topher, I'm going to ask you the same question I ask every guest and was also a question you, when you created your WordPress.org profile, if you'll remember that from back in the day. Um, but could you briefly tell me your WordPress origin story? When was the first time you used WordPress? first time I used it was not long after 1.0 was released. Um, I, I wanted to get into blogging in the late 90s. A couple of my friends did it, and I tried getting into it. And uh, this was really before I was a programmer. And so what was involved was things like downloading Perl modules and stuff like that. And I said, nope, not for me. 
And uh, then I learned PHP. And then in um, the early 2000s, WordPress came out. And I looked at it and said, well, I could do this. And so I was uh, teaching at the time at a university, intro to web development, and I required my students to each have a project each semester. And so one semester I chose, I did a project myself to build a blog and I did. And I used it for um, 10 or 11 years. Uh, it was very simple. It was not at all like WordPress. Um, but then, uh, uh, so like through the 2000s, I built custom PHP MySQL apps. And uh, I got really tired of building admin interfaces and all that kind of stuff and dealing with security. So when WordPress 3.0 came out in 2010, I looked at it and said, oh, those are custom post types. That's exactly what I needed. And uh, I haven't really done anything besides WordPress ever since, which I now think was a mistake. But um, I, I have been all in on WordPress for 12 years now. Interesting. Now you said WordPress version 1.0. Do you mean the first version or literally version 1.0? Um, Did you know the first version of WordPress? 0. Yeah. Okay. It was 0. 0.7. I didn't know if you were familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, re I remember the, the splash. That's, that's what made me look at it again. Um, so boy, I, I'm remembering memories now. So the, the mere fact that I remembered, like I saw the splash come out and knew what it was means that I probably was aware of WordPress in those .7.8 range. Um, okay. But when 1.0 came out, I made me look at it seriously again. I never realized it started at 0.7 until I got the backstory interviewing Mike Little on a prior episode, but uh, that's that's pretty early. And then it sounds like you were building, you know, we've had a couple of episodes actually about this recently on Press This, WordPress as an application framework, but it seemed like that 2010 moment with custom post types and fields was really what kind of brought you into the fold fully yeah. um, through your application development works. That sound about right? Yeah, very much so. That was, that was a, a, a real paradigm change for WordPress from blogging tool to CMS. Wow, you're like taking the words right out of my mouth. I've mentioned that same paradigm multiple times on Press This. I have a whole presentation around it. I actually have a big star in 2010 because of the paradigm change uh, it happened. And of yeah. course, now we're going to Gutenberg. Yeah, and it is another, I would say it's as big or not, if not bigger, um, yep. but definitely as significant a change. All right. So you've, you've seen a lot of change and I know you've seen it firsthand, but you've also seen it through the voices that, um, you know, you share through Hero Press. Um, so and for those unfamiliar, what is Hero Press and how did it come to be? Uh, Hero Press started as a website, uh, HeroPress.com, that is a collection of essays from people all over the world who have leveraged WordPress or the community to make their lives better. Um, we have essays from uh, single moms who can work from home and not have to put their kids in daycare, uh, older folks on their third or fourth career, uh, people uh, in, I don't know how, how you say it, uh, repressed economies, making really excellent wages for their part of the world. Um, just people from everywhere, uh, how, how they 
found WordPress and it really changed everything for them. Um, you know, that recently, resonates, I was going to say that yeah, resonates for me because I asked this, you know, tell me your origin story of every guest. And I've done this like 230 some odd time weeks in a row. And so I get a lot uh -huh. of these stories and it just resonates. So like, I could see you're like seeing that in the moment, but like, how did you think to start the site? Like, why did you start it? Ah, that's a great story. I love this story. Um, in 2014 or 15, I think 15, I was working for XWP, which is a WordPress um, agency. And uh, the owner was not really involved in the company anymore. He, he handed off to managers and he was off doing other things in the world. And one day he sent me an email right before Thanksgiving and said, um, you're not working for XWP anymore. I want you to build something new and great for WordPress. And that was all the email said. Like I got up for work and that was my email. And I'm like, so now what, what do I do? <laughs> so I emailed him, I said, what am I doing? And he said, that's your journey to discover. And uh, he was giving me freedom to build something new and great, anything I wanted. Um, he envisioned a business, a product, um, but I, I struggled to come up with a new product and he had uh, rented, hired uh, an Indian web development agency and said to me, if you need to build something, use them. I paid their time for a month, just they're your team now. Um, so I got to be good friends with one of the guys there. Uh, his name was Jeet. And at first, he was very formal, um, you know, a, a contractor talking to his employer. But over the weeks, we got to know each other better and better and became friends. And one evening, he expressed frustration that uh, his agency was having a really hard time getting good contracts from the West, from the U.S., basically. Um, they were basically a bunch of contractors who got together thinking that if they were a team, they could do better and it, it wasn't working out and he didn't know why. And I said, well, I don't know business. I'm not a business guy and I don't know India. So uh, I don't, I don't know how to help you, but I couldn't let it go. And I asked some friends if they had any ideas and uh, Sam Seidler, who now works for human made said to me, WordCamp Mumbai just happened. And the organizers are successful WordPress businessmen in India. You should ask them. And I thought, oh, that's a great idea. So I connected them and they did. They had great information for him. They helped him out. Um, and I thought, well, what if um, we went around the world and found people who were successful and had them do a presentation to their peers, whether it's their countrymen or whatever. Um, and so we were going to do something like TED. Do you remember, you know, Ted, the videos? Sure. Yeah, we were going to do Ted. So we were going to travel around the world with a camera crew and find people who were brilliant and have them do a talk to, uh, at the time we were very geographically focused. So, you know, the people around them. So you're, you're um, kind of given this mission to do something new and great for WordPress. You kind of discover yeah. this kind of situation with Jeet and you get the kind of synergy with the other group out of Mumbai. 
and you're thinking like, okay, TED Talks and a few of them. And I'm really curious how this parlays and what your request is today. We're going to yeah. take our first break and we'll be right, right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. We're in the middle of our episode discovering exactly who WordPress is. And joining us for that conversation is Topher DeRosia of HeroPress. Topher, right before the break, you were telling us this kind of origin story of HeroPress and how you wanted to kind of do these kind of TED Talk style videos all around the world of people telling their WordPress story. I'm curious, though, how does that then parlay into what HeroPress is today? Yeah, well, um, it's uh, very expensive to take a camera crew around the world. So Dave, the, the guy who started this, said that we needed to do a Kickstarter. And we were gonna, looking for 60000 Australian dollars because he's Australian. It was an Australian company, um, which is about 48000 US. And um, what I didn't know at the time is that more than the money, what he was looking for is interest. So what he really wanted was $60,001 donations. He wanted to hear from 60,000 people that yes, this is a good thing. Um, and uh, we, on the first day we got $25,000, but then that was kind of it. Um, we did not, the, the Kickstarter was not successful and the project failed. And uh, part of the deal was that uh, I was all in on this. So I didn't work at XWP anymore. and. And it was over. And so I went job hunting, but people started emailing me saying, hey, this project was important. Please don't let it go. I thought, well, I'm unemployed. I'm not going overseas with the video crew. So how could I do this? And I thought that if it were in text, then the contributors could create it themselves and just email it to me. There's no traveling. Uh, there's no months of editing fancy videos. They can publish weekly if we wanted to. And so I went to the, one of the people who was going to do it. And I said, would you just write it? And he said, sure. Um, that's Andrei Sevchenko. He's the first one. And, uh, and it worked. 
And then I thought, oh, no, I have to get another one for next week. And so I contacted somebody else. And uh, it was like four weeks before I realized maybe I should think ahead and get a whole bunch of these. But, so you uh, have like, I noticed on your site uh, that you have 19 pages of contributors. Um, I guess you're kind of getting into how or why you did that. But I'm just curious, like, why so many contributors? I guess it sounds like you're trying to tell as many stories as possible. Um, yeah. And like, how does, uh, how does contributing work? Like, I guess if other people were curious about contributing. Um, there's an open form on the website that you can apply to do an, an, an essay, but the vast majority of them are people that I find and explain what I'm doing and ask them nicely if they will do an essay. Um, and most people say, no, my story is boring or I'm not interesting or I have nothing to say. And after a conversation, they're like, wow, I had no idea that I had all this stuff. Um, so uh, I think only three people ever have convinced me that they should not do an essay. Um, so what do you think, like, I mean, I know WordPress and I mean, I've benefited from this personally, you know, provides a medium for learning, building websites and optimizing websites. Do you feel like it's like imposter syndrome or just busyness or like, what do you think the reluctance is at first? Oh, um, a lot of people really feel like they're not interesting. Like, like everyone else must be more interesting. Why would anyone want to read about me? Um, and it, it's not very hard at all to have a conversation with somebody and learn something about them and go, that's fascinating to me. I had no idea that anyone had ever done this or said that or lived there or all that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Like for me, it's kind of about this. It, it kind of reminds me of like volunteering for WordPress is like, uh, I don't want to be at the, uh, oh, I can't even think today, the, uh, the support table at a WordCamp. What are those called? Toby? Yeah. Call? Whatever. Anyways, I don't want to be at that because yeah. I don't feel I'm technical enough. And you're like, well, you're more technical than someone, right? There's someone you yes. have to be able to help there. And I think that's probably, uh, I guess, a blocker for people is thinking like, well, what I have is an advanced. It's like, it's advanced for somebody. <laughs> like you have something. Yeah. 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 It's the same, same issue getting people to speak at WordCamp. What do I know? Who would want to listen to me? Well, I would want to listen. <laughs> Yeah. And I think, you know, having done, like I said, 230 or so of these episodes and asked everybody what their origin story is, it just uh, repeated over and over and over and over again, this, this kind of life-changing aspect for, for so yeah. many people um, and, and how they got into it could have been a friend. It could have been, they saw it online, uh, yep. you know, a job interview, whatever the thing was, there's some kind of hook. Um, but it was really, it's really interesting as a technology and as a community. And I think it's, you know, fairly common-ish in open source. I just don't think to the degree that WordPress is, and certainly not yeah. outside of WordPress. Um, I didn't, I haven't found any other technology community nearly as supportive, uh, both from a technology perspective, but both with a community perspective in terms of growth. Do you experience that? Um, I have had some folks from the Drupal community say, oh, this sounds like my community. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly Drupal, Joomla, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I so, haven't experienced it like with Mozilla or something like that, you know. Um, I've heard the PHP community is pretty, pretty tight. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I think largely there are a lot of good examples in open source for sure. 
So you have these contributors, you kind of find them around the way, figure they have an interesting story, ask them to contribute. And they're thinking like, well, what do I have to talk about that's interesting or not? How do they then, how, so you convince them to do it, but how do, mm -hmm. how do you think the contributors choose their topics to share specifically huh. in the WordPress context? Yeah, so there's, uh, there's two basic rules. One is you have to have include your, your WordPress origin story, but the other is that each contributor is writing to their peers and they get to decide who that is. It could be people their age, uh, their gender, their ethnicity, their culture, uh, people with their own name, doesn't matter. They get to pick. They get to decide who would benefit from hearing this story. Who's gonna hear me and say, oh, that's like me. Maybe I could do this. So and it's not writing to an audience, like it's not like they're, I'm a technical person and I'm gonna write to a marketer to educate them they're going to try to pick someone that is kind of a birds of a feather if you will in terms of either like technology choice or geography like those kind of things right although they could if they want i mean it's totally up to them who they write to um but it, it's really about enablement how how did wordpress enable you you know what i mean yeah, as a, okay, no, that totally makes sense. So it's about the essays primarily are focused around either speaking to peers or generally an audience and then really, but through the focus of how to leverage WordPress to help you in your career or life. Right, and that's one of the reasons you asked like uh, why there are so many. And it's because many of them are writing to the people who live around them, people they went to college with. Uh, people who speak their language or live in their country or have their culture. Um, so with all these so, people and with all these different potential, you know, topics and things like this in the last couple of minutes before our next break, what are some of the themes that have emerged from some of these essays over the years? Oh boy. Um, a great example is today. I talked with a woman today. I said, have you ever heard of Hero Press? She said, no. And I gave two sentences, three sentences. I said, what I've just told you, HeroPress is essays about from people who've had their lives changed by WordPress. And she got so excited. She's like, yes, this is great. My life was terrible. <laughs> she was at a dead end job that she hated. And she um, read a blog about starting a, an online store with WordPress. And she did that. And she got so good at, at building it that she started doing it for other people. And now she's like a community manager at a, at a WordPress agency or something. Um, it's completely revolutionized her life. And that's really common. A lot of people get into it for one reason, whatever it may be. Maybe they wanna be a blogger because they lost their job or something. And they find that they like it and they're good at it and it just grows. And, and then they're making a living with it and, and everything is different. So if I'm hearing you, that the theme, one of the themes is that many, if not maybe most people actually changes their way of working, uh, the job they have, the job they're doing, not so much I'm switching from Drupal to, to WordPress per se, but more uh, almost transitioning like my career in a sense uh, was the theme I heard you say. I'm not sure if you oh, agree yeah. with that. Yeah, uh, very much so. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, we, have one, we have one from a guy who was a, a construction worker and was in a terrible accident and spent six or eight months in bed and was bored silly. And there was a computer there 
And so he started messing around with WordPress. And by the time he got out of the hospital, he had a new career. Yeah, I can uh, definitely, uh, you know, join the chorus there on that one with the stories that I've heard. It is really amazing how dominant that theme actually is within WordPress. Um, I really want to kind of unpack a little bit more about your views on the community, um, but we're going to take our last break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. We're learning exactly who is WordPress with Topher DeRosia of HeroPress. Topher, right before the break, you were talking a little bit about the themes that have emerged from HeroPress, and we were talking a little bit about this kind of notion that WordPress, in a sense, kind of changes your career, not just like a new tech you learn because you're always building sites, but this theme mm-hmm. that many, if not most, um, that experience almost a change of career. Were there any other themes that stood out to you over the years? Yeah. Um, this is, I've struggled with whether this is a WordPress thing or an open source thing. Um, but there are a lot of people who work in not Western countries who are able to get remote jobs with really excellent pay compared to their neighbors. Um, there's, a, there's a guy that I'm still talking to about an essay. Uh, he lives in Bangladesh and a bunch of years ago, he got married and they had a kid and he had to leave his very small village to go live in the big city to make enough money to support his family. So he didn't live with his wife and child. They stayed home. And uh, then he got a job with uh, a large WordPress company that you absolutely know, but I'm not going to tell you. And they have a policy of paying everybody the same. So um, him and his small village in Bangladesh was making the same as somebody in San Francisco or London, which, as you can imagine, is pretty dramatically different um, for cost of living. And so now he supports his entire extended family, 30 or 40 people. 45, according to the person who tells the story. And he tells it publicly. So since you're not mentioning their name, I won't. But I heard him mention it publicly (laughs) at a word camp. But yeah, that's that's an amazing part. So you got to tell that story on Hero Press? Not yet, but I'm working on it. Oh, you're going to? Yeah, I definitely. Sign me up to read that one for sure. Because I've I've heard uh, that gentleman speak of that uh, in the past uh, from that company. And I think that's a really cool part. Um, now, like one of the things we've touched on a little bit here during this interview is, is the notion of the community aspect of WordPress, not just the tech. Um, do, mm-hmm. do you feel like that's really important to most people or is it really just, you know, the, uh, a vocal few that, that happen to engage? Or do you think that it's, a, it's a dominant part of the value most people get out of WordPress? You know, it's hard to say. It feels to me like it's the biggest deal of all. 
But then I look at the actual number of people in the whole world that use WordPress, and I'll bet most of them don't care. <laughs> um, I think for like but, for me, it's like a it's like a product of the community is like the documentation, the thought leadership, the technologies that are available. The, the, those things I think everyone relies on, even if they don't participate in the community. But I think that those things don't really exist without the community. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, WordPress as like as a project, WordPress wouldn't exist without the community. It's just there's no question. So speaking about the community and WordPress existing, um, you know, we have a whole new generation of web developers that are coming out of school and, you know, looking to learn uh, or maybe not looking, maybe incidentally end up learning web development like those uh, in WordPress have. Uh, what are your views on, on paths for young people starting building with WordPress? Like how will we nurture the next generation of the WordPress community? Oh boy. Um... I think there are two steps. One, I think it has to be deliberate. If we don't pay attention to it and do it on purpose, it's not going to happen. Um, but I think also um, what we practically need to do is make it fun, easy, and interesting. I know a lot of people that got into web development by hacking templates on LiveJournal, which wasn't even real HTML. It was like LiveJournal code um and they just they just got into it because it was fun and it was easy there was you know dramatic changes in just a few minutes and uh, i think if we can continue to make wordpress like that then we will continue to get young people who who just find that fun so is this like WordCamps or better? Like I know like the training group has spent quite a lot of time. I know Courtney Robertson's part of that in the core volunteer groups, um, really spending a lot of time focusing on kind of teaching young people WordPress. Like is, is that your view? Is like it's like almost like course content and things like kid camps at WordCamps or like what are your thoughts? I don't think so. Kid camps might get it, but kids don't want to read courses. They don't want to. They don't want to. They don't want to learn stuff like that. They want to figure it out on their own. That 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 magical learning where they're like, "Ooh, that's neat. Let me push a button and see what happens." You know? Yeah. Um, so like trial and break and then repeat. Uh... Yeah. So that you know, I mentioned LiveJournal. If if there was a site like it, if if WordPress.com were more hackable, more twistable. Um, then more kids would get into it. Tumblr was like this for a little while. Um, when Tumblr first came out, it was very popular with young people because they could just fiddle with it and and easily make themes without any coding and stuff like that. Yeah, you talked about um, this earlier, like that that kind of instant gratification for making minor you know tweaks and yeah. some major changes. And I think that's a really good point to hone in on and thinking about how we nurture the next generation beyond just in-person or virtual learning. Um, but in any case, this has been super interesting. Thank you so much for joining me today, Topher. Oh, you're welcome. If uh, those you listen me. Yeah, of course, of course. So glad to have you. We'll have to have you back. Uh, for those listening, if you'd like to learn more about what Topher is up to, please visit HeroPress.com. Again, this has been your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This.
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.